Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, November 17th. Thanks so much for tuning in. I've got a great show lined up for you this evening. We have a special celebrity guest this evening, Kim Hampton. Kim has lived one dream through basketball and is now ready to pursue others in the world of entertainment. Having completed a 15-year professional basketball career, not only in the WNBA, but Spain, Italy, France, and Japan as well. During Kim's WNBA career, and since then, she has become a plus-size model in fashion as well as cosmetics. She is an original CoverGirl Queen Collection model, featured in a nationwide commercial, and has been seen in Glamour, Essence, and other magazines. The multi-talented Hampton has also had the opportunity to grace the television and film world with several guest appearances, and she is also a spokesperson for the NBA, WNBA, New York Liberty, and New York Knicks, to name a few. Currently, Kim is in the studio recording to launch her music career. So let's give a warm welcome to Miss Kim Hampton. Hi. Hi, Kim. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And you? Good. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. So um, growing up, were you a confident child? No, not at all. Because. Oh, yeah. When I was 10, I wore a size 10 shoe. I think when I was 14, I was 6 feet tall. And and, and, and remember, I grew up in the 60s, so it wasn't really, women's athletics wasn't really big, first of all. I didn't start playing basketball until I was like 14. So I didn't have anything or any relative or friend to associate with that was my size. I wasn't heavy. I was just really tall. So your like cousins weren't tall or brothers. Oh my gosh, sister? no! Everyone was like regular size. Oh, so when did you discover you were a great basketball player? Well, that didn't happen until I was fourteen. Um, and every single day, when I got was a freshman in high school, every single day the high school basketball coach would would ask me if I would try out for the team when he held tryouts. And I told him, no, 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 because I didn't want to do anything that was going to bring any extra attention to myself. I was trying to be as invisible as possible. But um, about four days before the practice, um, the tryouts, I I told him, yeah, I would come out for the team. And, you know, that just completely changed my life. And so from then you became a professional basketball player overseas. So how was your experience overseas? 
Well, you know, there's a few steps in between that. <laughs> Once I, you know, kind of honed the skill of playing basketball, I got an athletic scholarship to Arizona State, mm-hmm. and then I played college basketball there at Arizona State. So when I graduated from college, there was no professional basketball in America for women. There wasn't a professional league here. Mm-hmm. So um, that's when I decided, <clears throat> excuse me, that's when I decided to go to Europe and play because I wanted to continue playing and mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to travel. And, and so... Um, uh, I ended up playing, you know, the 12 years there. But during the 12th year, they started the the WNBA, and so I was um, I was drafted in the first round, the number four pick. Um, so was it a positive experience overseas? Oh yeah. Oh, Did you have yeah. places to shop for clothes that fit? Well, and- well yeah, it, that was difficult. I mean, they had a a few stores, Marina. You know, they had that in Italy when I played in Italy, and. Um, but but for the most part, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't real easy because you know European people are are pretty small people and they don't really cater to big people like us right. because uh, because they don't have you know I mean because that's not their lifestyle so. Mm-hmm. So as a professional athlete, were you ever criticized for your weight or told you had to lose weight? Well, um, I first experienced it when I got to college. Um, I was like six two, and I think I weighed 197 pounds when I got there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my coach wanted me to play at 180. And every single week we would have weigh-ins. Everyone would weigh in, and and I always had to run extra because I could not keep my weight at 180. And then finally, she did an underwater weighing test. We had this whole, you know, system where we all went and got underwater weight, and I had like. 15 or 16 percent body fat or something mm-hmm. like that so she decided she'd give me an extra five pounds so <laughs> so that was that was the toughest you know just being in college and having to maintain someone else's ideal of right. what you should weigh you know and, and and it was just really weird because I always felt really weak when I had to play at, an, at a weight like that I felt a little bit better when I could play around you know 195 you know maybe 200 so Right, right. And so the reason that uh, she wanted you all to lose weight was it to excel your game, or? Well, no, just I think different. I think people when they envision basketball players, I think that everyone should be tall and thin. Right. And and although again, imagine six two and one hundred ninety seven pounds. I mean that is slim. I mean that is that is slim. And but but she envisioned like. You know, like no basketball player could possibly be over 180 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. come on and be effective. So that was just her own thing. Right. So why did you retire from playing professional basketball? Well, number one, um, you know, I was it was about that time age-wise. I think I was 37 at the time when I retired, um, again, because I had played the 12 years in Europe prior to the WNBA starting, and then I added mm-hmm. three more on to that. And then I also I had like a cartilage issue, just the wear and tear from, you know, high school, college, Europe, mm-hmm. you know, the WNBA, the wear and tear, you know, just kind of uh, wore on my right knee. And so, um, you know, although I wanted to retire the year before, my teammates talked me into coming back for one more, and then in training camp my knee just you know, blew up and gave out. I had to have surgery, and, you know, the doctor was pretty much like, you know, it's a cartilage issue. Come on, Kim, you know, you want to walk when you get older, right? Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so. So do you think being a part of the WNBA gave you the same advantages and opportunities as the NBA? 
Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> if that was the case, I'd be a millionaire sitting back chilling, you know, and doing some of the things. No. Now, um, you know, I think being a pioneer in in any um, field, I think it's 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 a lot of things. Number one, I think it's you know you're the first, you're the pioneers, but then too you suffer because you don't get all the benefits of something a, a well running engine, I guess. In a sense. Oh, that's true. You know, you look back to uh, the NBA when it started, it's over probably, I think, maybe 60 years or almost 60 years in existence or a little over 60 years. And when they first started, they weren't making any money either. I mean, they really didn't start making any money until maybe 15 or so years ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a process. But, um, you know, the the TV and the commercials and the fame, you know, people, it's not a day that goes by that someone doesn't walk down, the, you know, recognize me still. You know, right. so, I mean, those were the wonderful things and the camaraderie and, the you know, just the competing and just doing something that you love. I mean, those things were the same. So what would you say the biggest obstacle you had during your career as a professional athlete? You know, I really didn't dwell on any obstacles. I, I can truly say that nothing really, really sticks out of my mind. Well, okay, I'll say the, the only thing that sticks out of my mind, I guess, is the uh, – that you know the equality uh, mm-hmm. of of sports, whether it be playing or whether it just be the overall attention. You know, men always seem to get more attention. The men's and sports were always taken, but yeah, bigger. Even in Europe, I mean, you know, women's sports was still always second seat to men's sports, and you know, things like that. So I, I guess to me that would probably be the biggest obstacle. Would have been the biggest obstacle. So as a plus size model. You were in the CoverGirl Queen Collection campaign. Now, was this your first professional modeling gig? No, actually, um, I want to say my first modeling gig. I was, uh, I was one of the, I was one of the original Lane Bryant V Girls when they started their whole new V Girl oh, really? campaign. Yeah, with Kate and and everybody. So I was one of those. I was. It was five of us, and we were one of the originals. So yeah, that was my first modeling gig. And then I think my second one, I did something with Black Opal because Rosie O'Donnell, she had season tickets to the Liberty, and um, one of the executives sat, you know, from the um, from Black Opal, had seats next to her. And she was like, "Huh, aren't you, aren't you? Don't you work with you know Black Opal? Don't you think Kim Hampton would make a great you know spokesmodel?" And and so oh. that kind of kicked off. So I did that. You know, I did a few other things, but you know, it's a little different <laughs> coming from the sports world. And going into you know like the super glamorous uh, right. world, it was it was, it was, was a that uncomfortable for you? It, a little bit, just because it, I'm just amazed that you know you get people that are walking off the streets that have never done it, and no one shows you. You know, you used to being coached as an athlete, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be better at something, but it was just kind of like, okay, get out there, go to a go see. You know, it's kind of like, okay, uh, <laughs> you know. So, and then too, it was just so. Some parts of it was just so superficial to me, like, mm-hmm. who wants to walk around, you know, dressed up like a Barbie doll every single day and, you know, not wanting to sweat. People not, you know, I was just kind of like, <laughs> ew. 
<laughs> so it was just, it was a little bit too, you know, it was a little extreme. Like, I have more to do, like, than to walk around and worry about the latest purse that came out or, you know, or did you see stuff? And then, too, you have to understand, I didn't get into the shopping thing. I'm not, like, a really crazy shopper because I wear a size 12, 13 shoe. You know, mm-hmm. I still have, you know, like a 37-inch inseam. You know, my mm-hmm. arms are as long as they are tall. So it's not like I can go in any store and have fun, fun, you know? Right, right. So... So I never got, you know, so it was just kind of like, God, are you kidding me? You know, so. So are you still modeling or still interested in modeling or you let that go too? You know, I I could be. I definitely could be. For the right opportunity. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was fun, you know, like, um, you know, like the Queen Latifah thing. I really like the cosmetic stuff. I think that's really, really cool. The clothing things, because of my size and, and stuff, it's a little awkward because, you, you know, if you're even the plus size, yeah, exactly. The plus size stores, everything is too short. The sleeves right. are too short, you know, and things like that. But um, I would definitely love to do uh, to, to do some more stuff. Yeah, it would be, it's, it's fun. So currently you're pursuing a career in music. Now, are you signed to a label or are you working on a demo? Actually, I'm just working on a demo right now. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't signed with a label. I don't know even if I want to go that route, you know, I'm just, just kind of experimenting and putting things out, just trying to meet people and, and just, um, you know, trying to decide, you know, which way I want to go with it. It's it's always been like a secret dream of mine, mm-hmm. and it's really crazy because as I started getting, you know, the confidence through the sports and things like that, it allowed me to be able to breathe and have confidence in doing the other things. So the modeling mm-hmm. and the singing and the acting, those were things that I secretly wanted to do as a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and and not until I started playing basketball was I able to really start doing those things through you know, that's why I always say sports is great. So all of you listeners, if you have daughters, if you're girls, athletics is just it's so wonderful. I mean, it's more than just running up and down a court or sweating or or jumping in a pool or whatever you whatever sport it is. I mean, it actually empowers you, and it, and and mm-hmm. I think that that is something that everyone, and no matter what size you are, I mean, mm-hmm. just to be strong, to be fit, to be healthy. I mean, that is is not what is there's nothing cooler than that. So, what type of music do you sing? You know what I sing um, every, a little bit of everything. I'm Right now I sing with this gospel ensemble called SWAT, right. um, Singers with a Testimony. We're going to actually be at the Blue Note on December the 14th um, right. in New York. And um, I, I do, I like R&B, I love jazz, I like, and so, and, and I like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of rock, a little bit of, uh, you know, I don't know, just, and, and I'm not really completely decided on who I am I've, I've already named my CD it's called Too Big for the Box and that means literally oh. and figuratively yeah, right <laughs> name. because um, you know everyone wants to put you in a box okay she's a, you know she sings R&B or she says this but you know I might want to put a little bit of everything that I like on my CD and why not you know why does it have right. to be you know a particular genre you know so, with your popularity as a WNBA star, have you ever considered being an entrepreneur? Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, I think that goes right along with my personality because um, I really love being around people. And I love, like, if if you ask, like Susan Taylor asked me one time, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you want to do? And, you know, and I was kind of baffled. It caught me off guard because I really couldn't answer her, you know, and I was kind of like, 
well, I want to do some more modeling, and I want to sing, and I want to do that. And then she shook her head, no, like, no, What you have to find out what you want to do. And then it hit me one day out of the clear blue sky. You know, I think I'm I'm a motivator, and I think that is one of the things that I want to do. So, yeah, something along those lines where it allows me to motivate people and to, you know, help people understand that, you know, you are who you are because that's who God created you to be. And although we all could be better, you know, than we probably are, you know, it's still okay. We're okay. You know, just as God created us, we're whole and perfect just as God created us, you know. And so I think something along those lines, like motivating and, and, you know, still doing the things that I want to do, the fun things. And I think that those are just the springboard the opportunity to have people look at you because people don't really pay attention to you unless they see you and mm-hmm. you know see you doing something and then they um you know then they kind of listen to you and they're um you know motivated by what you have to say usually so, so. you never consider doing like a a clothing line for taller women you know, it could come but again fashion has never ever really been you know my um my my favorite thing uh, as far as, you know, just me, just loving, loving clothes and things like that. I mean, I like to look nice, but it's, um, you know, it has been. So. So um, what, what advice would you give to plus-size women wanting to start a career as a professional athlete or in entertainment? What, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What uh, would your advice be to uh, plus-size women wanting to start a career as a professional athlete or in entertainment? Um, I would definitely, well, professional athlete, I think it, I don't know. I'm I'm just going to say it might be a little bit harder because you have to be good at what you do. As far as entertainment is concerned, I I think that it's it's vast. I mean, and what I mean by it's broader because you don't have to be a superstar entertainer, for example. Right. You know, you could be a wedding singer, but you're right. singing. You're doing what you love to do versus, you know, wanting to be a blow-up superstar. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if, if you could, if you want to be a professional athlete, I think it takes, um, you know, some years of training, um, and, and you have to, to be in right situations. Like, you have to be visible through universities and, and things like that, and, you know, and so, and, and your talent pretty much speaks for itself. I mean, whereas that's not necessarily so in the entertainment field. I mean, you could just be in the right place at the right time. Somebody likes you, and they could put you on. You know, so. Right. And so, what do you think about um, a plus-size woman? Like, for instance, in the music industry, you know, it's not very many plus-size women in music, and I know some producers wouldn't even look at you unless you have the right. certain look that's marketable. Exactly. So what exactly. was your advice, and have you experienced that? Yeah, uh, um, actually, um, I haven't really experienced it because I haven't really stepped forward too, you know, too seriously with the music. But I'm sure that that will come. And then you have age as well. All of those things oh, yeah. are, you know, you're you're discriminated against. I mean, if you're not, you know, like 18 to 23, 24, and look a particular way. But I think that's the beauty of like even what you're doing. Like you know the web, that's the mm-hmm. that's the beauty of all of that. That you and right now that it's almost like the record labels and industries are phasing out because so many people are finding other ways to do what it is that they want to do. You know because right. they control everything and yeah exactly. So 
hopefully, um, you know, I can run across some people that are that are very very creative, and and uh, I can make, kind of make it happen to where I don't have to be, you know. But you, I think you just keep it moving, you know, so mm-hmm. like you. You look at what you do and all of the. You know, Monique and everyone that's out there fighting to show that that plus size women, you know, they they have they have a face and it's valid. You know, because you might get a no here, but you just keep moving. That wasn't where right. you needed to be. Right, right. So, do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for? Um, as of right now, I don't have you know other than like I said the blue note. I'm just kind of working with people, talking with people, trying to get you know some ideas on on songs, on music and stuff. And I want to start um, I want to start um, recording um, you know more and and just trying to figure out exactly this you know like who Kim is as a singer. But um, I, I mean, I just have some appearances around New York, mostly dealing with basketball. Mm, that's pretty much that's person. it. Huh? As yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Um, so, do you have an official website or MySpace? How do we know how to keep up with you? Okay, as of right now, you're going to have to use the email address that I use right now because all of that is under construction right now. Okay. Um, the, the MySpace and and. Um, and and the website and and everything. I'm just kind of all over the place right now, but this is really really funny because I am such a person. I mean, now because I want to do all of this stuff, I've just been, you know, kind of fighting. I don't want to have a MySpace page. I don't want people, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm kind but of you a private person. you got to put the person. music on there. I know. I know. I know. But I'm just like such a private person because I don't want to be contacted by, you know, like and so people are like Kim, Kim. Kim, you know, so, so yeah, it's all coming. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's all coming. (laughs) Yeah, so that email address, yes, is, it's um, K-Y-M. Wait, do you want to give it to the general public? Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's all good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all good. So what is it? It's K-Y-M-M-I-E-H, and that's at AOL. So if anybody's interested in booking you or working with yeah. you for music, that's the best way to get in contact. Well, with they you. can, yeah, they can do that, and then we can go from there. Yeah. And um, what about the agent information? You rather them just contact you directly? Yeah, exactly. Because I, okay. yeah, because I'm working with a couple of different people and stuff, and so it depends on what it is and in which way I would shoot it. So. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us this evening. It was a pleasure talking with you. You too, and I just want to say, you know, I got a chance to look at your, you know, your websites and, you know, and your MySpace and, and all of that, and I think it is just so wonderful, you know, what you are doing, and just have you, I just I have to ask you, have you always felt fabulous all of your life? Well, I did because of my parents, and still, like, I'm from the South, so, you know, skinny ain't the thing in the South. Right, and I'm from Kentucky. fried myself. chicken. Yeah. So it was just a different environment. I think people in the big cities had it a little harder. Uh, You know, it just depends on where you grow up and your environment. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, I think it's great, you know, the different people that you're interviewing and the information that everyone's given us. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And no thanks problem. to your uh, cousin for hooking this up, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole, <laughs> she is so awesome. I'm telling you, that girl, is. she's a, she's a genius. She is. Yeah, we're going to have to get her on. 
Yes, definitely. She is so smart, super smart. Yeah, she's. She, I'm, I'm looking for her to blow up and do big things. She's just, mm-hmm. just you know, yeah. She's. But well, anyway, cool. okay, cool. Well, keep me in touch with what you're doing with your music career, so I can announce it to everybody. I definitely, definitely will. Look, and, and when stuff starts, you know, dropping, I'll definitely come back and uh, check you out. Yes. Yeah, so thanks again. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. So tune in next time, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected. For more information about our show, go to the website at www.plusmodelmagazine.com. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at guests at plusmodelmagazine.com to submit. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis, and thanks for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.